I've been hitting the gym real hard. Like my fists hurt because it's just really hard. Poor, poor Jim, man. What do you do to you? <laughs> oh God, I hate, that's, I hate a, the guy. that's an obey joke. He took he took Pam from me. Man. I'm trying to get the intro. <laughs> <laughs> he took oh, Pam God. from Pam from me. You know, I've been actually watching this show. I don't know Outlander. Do you guys know what that is? Oh, no, I've heard of it. It sounds it's, it's uh, really good. good Thanks about it. It's it's re- it's kind of adult. I'm not gonna lie. You might have to fast forward through a lot of things, or in Yusuf's case, or or slow down. Rewind, and watch it rewind, fast forward, <laughs> rewind, fast forward. Yusuf, they hold hands a lot, dude. So, bro, you gotta make sure you change the channel. You taught me well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was doing some research on the side about uh, King Arthur. Do you guys know that King Arthur was like a huge partier? He would throw these ginormous party, invite all the dukes and whatnot. The you know who would call the Dukes? You know what you know what he would call them? What? what? All nighters. <sighs> no. Bro, they were all partiers. Yeah, Julius Caesar. All nighters. That was a joke. That was a joke. But but you know, actually, um, oh, actually, I get it now. Thank you. Oh wait, no, now I get it. I get it now. I get it. I get it. Jesus. <laughs> Danielle's not impressed. <laughs> because because night with the K, Danny. Yeah, come on, exactly. think about it. Exactly. Yes. The um, night of the. Never mind. So the Super Bowl commercials. Were, the Super Bowl commercials yes. weren't that great. Did you guys see the one about the Mentos one? No, the Mentos. They're, they were actually saying that uh, it was funny. They were saying that the Mentos is actually coming out with a, a woman's only candy. Don't. They're 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 gonna call it the female empowerment. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I tell you guys? Let's 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 just pivot away from that. But I want to I want to tell you guys about the coolest. You said it. <laughs> oh God! I just love your. Uh, at the end, <laughs> can, can I can I tell you guys a serious one? Like this is not a joke. This is a serious one. Oh God. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, no, but real talk. So do you know uh, uh, planters, like the people that that kept Mister Peanut and all that stuff? Yeah. They basically they spend like five million or ten million a year running an ad in the Super Bowl, and so instead of um, you know running their ad, they decided to do random like acts of kindness, a uh, kindness. So instead of running their ad, one of the things they did was they donated or they bought 10,000 boxes, Girl Scout cookie boxes uh, to support the troops in New York that are using their funds to support shelters uh, in New York City, which I thought was really cool. Shout out Planters, the, our sponsor for today's podcast. That's legit. Also, where was that... Um dogecoin commercial that everybody was talking about i don't know yeah, was man. it dogecoin I was, I was... commercial i didn't see anything dude the no, reddit commercial was, was lit. No, no, there, there were no rumors there were rumors that there was going to be a dogecoin commercial and then like it was just going to blow up it was going to be with elon musk and they were going to be on the moon because that's where oh. dogecoin is going baby to the moon doesn't Let's he want to go to mars uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he does yeah but 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 One i heard step that at a time he, he, he doesn't even like mars he likes milky way Oh, oh. oh. All right. All right, so, yo, there's, oh. there's actually, there, there's a preview of it on YouTube. I'm down to watch this. All right, let's watch it after. When, when, but wait, actually, there, our fans want to see our reaction to it. No, we, but we there really is a commercial. There isn't a commercial. I don't know. It's, someone, it's, someone it's, made it's not, a. It's not real. Yeah, it's not. It's fake. Yeah, fake news. But let, let, let let's get started. Um. All right. Welcome. What, what what episode are we on? Twelve, baby. <laughs> oh God! Of course, jeez, Louise. Twelve welcome. for Tom Brady. Okay. Hey! Welcome. <laughs> well, I guess the elephant in the room. Uh, I'll I'll be the one. The goat. The goat in the, the room, most, bro. I was the saltiest. Can one, we just so. talk about how big of a bandwagon fan Yusuf is? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We were having this conversation last week, and you're like, you can't, you can't say he's the goat. You can't say Patrick Mahomes out of the conversation. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. I'm not a fan per se of Tom Brady. I'm just appreciating his greatness. When I was a kid, uh, I didn't like. Shut Tom up, Brady Yusuf. Either. Let him do his intro. 
bro <laughs> you can't be accusing me and then not letting me talk yeah ibrahim god interrupting yeah, yeah. Our flow. no but my bad we'll get into that we'll get into that w- right, welcome right. welcome to episode tom brady uh <laughs> welcome to episode 12 of the benchmark scrubs podcast first and foremost i would like to congratulate the Chicago Bears, you just won the Super Bowl by beating the Bucks in week five. So by transitive property, Nick Foles has beaten Tom Brady once again to be a two-time, two-time Booker T, five-time, okay, two-time Super Bowl champion. Can you dig it, sucker? I'm going to put uh, the Booker T song in there. Can you do that, that so after ever, like I said it? No. Can you dig it, sucker? Sucker. So then people wow. know that I started wow. and not you. Hey, man, you got credit last You can time, draw right? out what Yusuf says. Got it. So listen, folks, I messaged these guys. I have proof after 7-3 that this game is over. But everybody was like, Mahomes this, Mahomes that. This game proved once again that defense wins championship games. The front four of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is nasty. Insane. Kansas City didn't score for the first time. Didn't score a touchdown for the first time since Alex Smith was their starting quarterback. Digest that for a second. One man, no matter who you are, how good you are, cannot win a football game by himself. Home field advantage didn't matter. They could have played in Kansas City, Oklahoma City, Salt Lake City. Shout out Utah Jazz, best record in the NBA. Mexico City, it don't matter. That front four was sacking the homes wherever they were. Constant pressure by that front four and subpar coaching by Yusuf's boy, Andy Reid, and knuckle-headed penalties is why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champions. Congratulations. Yes. That's right. The franchise with the worst winning percentage of all American sports teams is your champion. Tom Brady has just won his seventh Super Bowl and his fifth Super Bowl MVP. Holy bleep. Make no mistake, it would be foolish to say, and I'll be the first to admit it, that Tom Brady didn't play a role in molding this team, changing its pedigree, shout out to Triple H, and establishing a winning mentality. This goes a long way, especially for a franchise that has seen little to no winning in its history. You can't bet against the legends. And I love this quote, actually. Um, fear the old man in a profession where men die young. Don't bet against Tom Brady. So tell me, Ibrahim, what do you think was the main reason the Bucks won the Super Bowl? And were you surprised at not just them winning, but how they won? I didn't foresee a, a blowout. I don't think anyone was, was calling for a blowout here, just with how explosive the Kansas City Chiefs are. The big key for me is these are the same things that we talked about last week in the previous game. Remember when we talked about Scotty Miller getting that, um, getting that touchdown pass right before the half? At the end of the first half in the Super Bowl, the, the Bucks were up 14-6. And they were content. Like if you watch the way they were playing, they were content riding it out going into halftime. But on first and second down, Andy Reid called a timeout. And so what did Tom Brady do? I I told you this the last time we talked about uh, Tom Brady and that pass to to Scotty Miller. Um, Basically, he takes a shot at the end of the first half, always. He tries to get a long pass or get a pass interference. And that's exactly what happened. And they ended off that that first half getting another touchdown, making it 21-6. to That was huge in and of itself. And then beyond that, the the Chiefs – basically got away from, from running the football. And, you know, my biggest thing is Patrick Mahomes was running around for his life during this game. You mentioned that they were getting pressure with four guys and they basically were making contact with him. They pressured him on 29 of the 49 dropbacks that he had. So more than 50% of the time they were getting to him. And on top of that, he was coming in. We already knew that he was going to have to get surgery on his foot, on his turf toe in a couple of weeks. So he already wasn't a hundred percent. And for some reason, Andy Reed wanted to put the ball in his hands a lot more than he should have. 
They ran the ball 17 times. But when they actually ran the ball, they averaged 6.3 yards a carry. And I, re- I remember watching the game in the, in, the, in the second half, and they would you know do a handoff. And they would go, and they were ripping off some large runs in the second half, and they just kind of went away from it. And, like, I get it, you went down early, but you can't just do that, put it all on Patrick Mahomes, when literally their lineup, their, their, their starting offensive line was a patchwork group of guys. They lost their left tackle. They moved their right tackle over to left tackle. They moved their, um, they, they moved their left guard to some, somewhere else. They brought on a guy that hadn't played off their practice squad to, to back him up. And literally all of last week, they had each of their offensive linemen practice at every single position. How do you go into a game knowing your line is that weak and that vulnerable against Sue, against JPP, against that, that front four, and, and not try to run the ball to take some of the pressure off? On the opposite side, when you look at Tom Brady, he, he passed for 20, he attempted 20 less passes. He only passed for 201 yards, but what he did, they established the run. They ran for almost double the amount of attempts than the, than the Chiefs, and they only got about 37 more yards right running, but those attempts forced the Chiefs to respect the play action. And if you actually look at the film, every single touchdown that Tom Brady scored was off play action. And so I, I just think they got outcoached. Um, in terms of sticking to a balanced game plan and not putting everything on um, Mahomes. And they just kind of, you know, they really just struggled with, with just dealing with the early success that the, the Bucks had. And I think one thing that we're not, you know, really talking about is uh, Andy Reid's son was in a car accident. I, I believe it was either the night before or the morning of. Um, and there was, you know, some children involved and, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to that family and hopefully they're, they're doing okay. But the fact that that happened, I wouldn't be surprised if that impacted some of the decisions that he made, especially in the second half when he at the end of the first half, when he was calling timeouts, when he didn't need to take timeouts. And, you know, I just think they were trying to, they were trying to get cute with it, right? They were trying to call timeouts, get the ball, take another shot, but, they were, they were betting against Tom Brady. And, you know, to me, I've bet against Tom Brady in almost every Super Bowl he's been in. And this year, I just felt the writing was on the wall. Like the, the Chiefs were on a tear, but every week it felt like they were just inching by. Like they, they felt like a cat with nine lives. And eventually their, their time, uh, like it, it was going to come. Like it was due that they were going to have a slip up. And it, it just so happened to happen in the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean – to me, it was rough. It was rough to see Patrick Mahomes do everything that he did because he made some amazing throws that literally went through the hands of his receivers and hit him in the face. Had Tyreek, had Kelsey, had uh, I think two other guys had catches like that. Had they made those catches, three of them were in the end zone or in the red zone, could have been touchdowns or could have been you know first and goal. And then Kelsey dropped a huge third down conversion. And so I, I think if, if you catch those passes, I'm not going to say it, was, it would be a different game completely, but I would feel confident that the Chiefs would at least get a touchdown, right? At least score something, make it competitive. But I think the silver lining here for the Chiefs, and I'm going to end on, on this, is Patrick Mahomes was humbled, right? He just got his big payday last summer. He's been humbled, but he got humbled in a way unlike Russell Wilson did in when the Seahawks lost their Super Bowl to the Patriots. It wasn't a decision that's going to make them question the, the leadership, the coaching, things like that. It was a blowout. And I think he's going to come back hungrier. He's going to come back more focused and he's going to come back. And I want to, to be honest right now, my gut is telling me that they're going to come back and actually win the championship next year. It's too early to tell with, you know, so many different moving pieces, but I feel him, Tyreek, Kelsey and that defense are going to come back ready to take some names next year. Ibrahim, you, um, that was really good insight, especially kind of discussing the thing about Andy Reid's son and that car accident, uh, that unfortunate event that happened before the Super Bowl. But I didn't really catch what was the main reason. You, you listed a lot of things about the pressure, 
the, uh, a lot of things from their offense that was depleted, the drops. What was the one reason? that? Oh, do you remember my prediction last week, my bold prediction? Scotty Miller versus Tyreek Hill. That was the matchup of the day. Scotty Miller got one carry for negative three yards. And Tyreek had one carry for five yards. That was the game. No, okay. no, no. I'm playing. I'm playing. But real talk, I if I have to pick one thing, I'm, I'm going to say Tom Brady. Not necessarily his play, but his leadership. I would say he changed the culture in Tampa Bay, and that's why. I can respect that. Daniel. Do you agree with what Ibrahim said, or do you have a slightly different opinion? No, and, and, I, let, I, and let's be a. Let's also point out that Danielle and Yusuf both pick the Chiefs winning. So let's keep that in mind when they answer. Shout shout out, <laughs> Big Daddy, Big Daddy Danny. Uh, I think a lot of us had. I think majority of us had the Chiefs winning. I mean, not us I, here, I, but like I didn't. I didn't. I know. 50, I said majority 50, yeah. of the people, not here. I'm representing. Two out of two are wrong here. So two out of two are wrong. Two out of four. I'm sorry. Teach math in dental school. I just got the COVID vaccine. I'm tired and groggy. I feel like I love how we like blame things. Like Ibrahim's struggling, and he's like, "I got the the COVID," and then Ibrahim actually had COVID. I was My impressed that you woke up from the nap. Dropped down ninety-two percent. It happened. Yusuf's gonna Yusuf's gonna complain next time, and then talk about how he had just guessed over, so he couldn't prepare. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be his excuse. Uh, but let's go back to the question, right? Um, yes, I agree with uh, Ibrahim. Um, uh, but first, Obeid, I want to give you credit. I remember watching the game, and Obeid was like, after the first two chief drives, he was like, "Bro, the game's over." It was like. 3-0 or 7-3, and he's like, it's done. Um, and I didn't believe him, uh, but I should have because, you know, at the end of the day, that's kind of what ended up happening. It was a blowout, and no one expected that. I can put this into two simple words. This game was all about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not the Chiefs. It was all about the Bucks. And when you go into Bucks, um, the biggest thing, obviously, the most surprising thing was the defense. And we knew about their defensive line and how great they are and how much pressure they would put. But their pass coverage was very impressive as well. Um, one thing is, you know, kind of getting pressure, but the other is you got to be able to uh, cover as well, uh, which will allow for sacks uh, in general. And, and that's what they did, right? They kind of held Tyree Kill and Kelsey uh, for very minimal yards and uh, made life terrible for Mahomes. You know, a lot of people said this is the first time we've seen Mahomes uh, look normal. Um, you know, he's kind of extraordinary. I mean, he made some crazy throws that Ibrahim mentioned the players dropped. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, he was running for his life uh, literally every single play, especially later on in the third and the fourth when uh, they were down and you knew they couldn't run the ball. They had to pass. So the Buccaneers, you know, they just kind of came at him. And the other impressive thing was they weren't blitzing, right? It was just four of them and they just went at him. Um, and I've give somewhat of that blame to Reed because I feel like he should have known that this was a weakness and they knew that this is a strength of the Buccaneers and they should have done a better job of quick passes or, you know, kind of uh, um, getting some more help for them. Um, but one thing is, you know, I know Tom Brady did great and I think he's amazing and, you know, he got seven Super Bowls, which is, he deserves all the credit, but there's one person I feel like should have been the MVP for this Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator. He should deserve all the credit and more. For me, the Buccaneers defense wanted more than Tom Brady did. Um, not can to I, say that Tom I, Brady – go ahead. Can Jermaine. I chime in? Tom, yeah. this dude needs a head coaching job, period. It's he a disgrace. A, He's not a head coach. Sorry, he I have, have to have say you guys, Have you guys he, seen the Eagles coach? <laughs> he, he did have a head coach. <laughs> Ibrahim, he did have a head coaching with job. with the Jets. And he was terrible he was the Jets, at it. I think. So yeah. that's FYI. Not everyone's good at a, you know, fan just I mean, he needs another one. Look, Bill Bel I'm sorry, we're gonna go on this tangent. I'm so sorry, Danielle. But Bill Belichick sucked in Cleveland. Just FYI. And then he he went to the Patriots. Sometimes you need a second chat. Yeah. So I mean, um, but yeah, Buccaneers defense was definitely, you know, top notch. And I think they deserve all the credit. And then obviously Brady. Um, you know, I was listening to a lot of things and you know, I was just like curious as to, you know, why is this guy always winning? Why is he the best? 
It is not his stats. I think Ibrahim hit on this. Um, and this is something I totally agree with. His leadership. That's something that separates him and makes him a leader and makes him, you know, a separate and become, you know, one of the best of all time um, to ever play football, but also be, you know, any sports, regardless, an athlete. Um, so and then and then the other thing is, you know, a leader is someone that people want to play for. A leader is someone that, you know, their team will go out of the way and go win the Super Bowl. And that's kind of what Tom Brady did. Let me. Let's remind, uh, like, remind everyone who scored touchdowns this past game, right? You had Gronk with two touchdowns. You had Antonio Brown with the touchdown, and you had Fournette with the touchdown. All three of them came to Tampa Bay to play with who? Tom Brady. They weren't there last year, and that kind of speaks to. And you know, we talked about this earlier in the year with Belichick and Brady, who's better. I'm pretty sure after this, Brady is by far superior to Belichick, and he deserves more credit than Belichick does. Um, and I think that's what happened with Gronk, right? That's an example. He leaves. He doesn't like playing over there. He comes back and he's excited. And someone asked w- him, are you retiring? I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that argument's over, over by the way, because uh, Tom Brady... Well, in my, in, in my opinion, it's over. Tom, Tom Brady did come to a team that was, like, loaded. And that if it wasn't for Jameis Winston's 30 interceptions last year, they probably would have gone into the playoffs. Just they, They're loaded, but, you know, you require for... A football team, you acquire a leader, and that's what Tom Brady did, right? You can have all the talent in the world, but if you can't, don't have a leader that's going to will you to the Super Bowl, uh, that speaks more about Brady and what it, the impact that he had on the team, right? Right, right. Of, um, course, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'll let Yusuf speak. I know he's been waiting patiently. Yusuf, do you, Yusuf, do you think that um, this game, the, the, the reason the Buccaneers won was Tom Brady? This and game that's it? specifically? No. Not not specifically this game, but here's my thing, and this is what I was talking about in the group chats and everything, and this is what's been my argument from the beginning, right? As a kid, I didn't like Tom Brady growing up because he went, won too much, right? And at a certain point, you realize that you start appreciating this greatness and seeing how long he's been able to do it, not through one decade, not through two, but three. That's, like, so impressive And, you know, you talk about the quarterback position being the most important position in all of sports, all of team sports. I don't think anybody would argue that. Um, What he's been able to do at a consistent level shouldn't go, uh, like, not talked about. And so, you know, the Super Bowl itself, I wouldn't say was just Tom Brady, but the road to the Super Bowl, who would you put that on? Tom Brady. He changed the culture of that uh, team. And he, you know, Bruce Arians alluded to it. He said, you know what Tom brought us, Tom taught a bunch of talented guys how to win. And that's what you can ask for in a veteran guy. And that's what Tom Brady did throughout the season. And it's not like he, you know, played average or was a game manager. Like we talked about, he threw 40 touchdown passes during the season. He went through Drew Brees. He went through Aaron Rodgers, And then he beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Um, But, you know, I can talk about Tom Brady, and I will probably in a little bit. I just want to talk about the construction of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the get-go. And when I read about this, it kind of triggered me. And, Danielle, it's about to trigger you, too, because there's a Chicago Bears connection. In 2012... Ryan Pace! Listen, listen. (laughs) In 2012, the Bears were looking for a general manager. Phil Emery and Jason Light. Jason Light is now you- the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay? In his seventh season. Okay, so what has Jason Light done for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He's drafted Mike Evans in 2014. He drafted Chris Godwin in 2017. Sorry, Mike Evans in 2014, Chris Godwin in 2017. And then he signed a bunch of guys who were looking for second chances. Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, Indomitian Sue, JPP, and then obviously, you know, with Tom Brady signing, Gronk came as well. But that's leadership. Dude, the Bears could have had that. And then in 2013, the Chicago Bears could have drafted, I mean, uh, signed Bruce Arians. But who did they sign instead? Danielle? Mark Tressman. And then in 2017, the Bears could have drafted Patrick Mahomes. But I digress. I digress. 
I just want to say, you know, the construction of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what Jason Light did for that franchise, like Obeid said earlier, they were the, I think, the least winning percentage, right, in all of sports. And then they got a guy by the name of Tom Brady who is the most winning in all of sports. And you see what happens. Not many guys come on a team for the first time and then lead them to a Super Bowl. Tom Brady did that. I think that's amazing. But the Super Bowl itself, the defense, man, they they balled out. The front four, uh, kind of reminiscent of the Tampa 2 namesake right there. You know, they didn't do anything complicated. They kept it simple. And a stat that I don't know if you guys heard about was Patrick Mahomes just running around the football, I mean, a football field, trying to throw or avoiding getting sacked, ran for 497 yards. He ran for 497 yards. This guy was on the run from the beginning to the end. You know, credit to Obeyed. He called it, you know, after they went down 7-3. to three. Um, But Obeyed did think that the Packers were going to go to the Super Bowl. So let's not forget that, guys. Actually, my, my preseason pick was the Seahawks. But we well, saw I'm talking about happened. the NFC Championship, yeah. Right, right. I mean, I think we all had, the, most of us except Daniel had the Packers winning. So I wouldn't really jump that far ahead, Yusuf, correct? I'd, I'd be jumping backwards, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, did, I don't remember my pick, but me picking the Packers doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you picked them. Oh, I did? No, it wasn't me, bro. <laughs> Ibrahim, Ibrahim, I think you, uh, you have any more thoughts about this? But Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Just okay. one more thing was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> was, um, it was kind of cool to see Travis Kelsey meet um, Tom Brady at the end of the game. He was mic'd up and he just, he basically said, bro, you figured it out. You figured it out. Congrats on seven, you know? And, you know, Todd Bowles gets credit, but that team works together. And I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady threw in his two cents about how to stop Patrick Mahomes and their offense. Um, So uh, the only other thing I want to add is uh, his legacy just continues to rise, man. The way he was able to win, you know, before, uh, everyone talked about Bill Belichick being the reason that Tom Brady uh, is a Super Bowl winner. Uh, everyone talked about how he was a systems quarterback. Every step of the way, there's been doubt for Tom Brady. He was a six-round pick, 199th pick of the draft. Uh, this guy, for all he's done, has never really gotten the credit he's deserved. You know, we can talk about the defense being the reason that they won the Super Bowl, but everyone just glosses over the fact that they wouldn't even be in the Super Bowl if it wasn't for Tom Brady. So. Uh, I think that was the main point that I wanted to come across that he is the goat and he solidified it and he has more Super Bowls now than any franchise in NFL history. He's taken 200 teammates to the Super Bowl. 200 wow. different teammates to the Super Everybody Bowl. Everybody eats with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah man, that that that's all I got to say. I think Daniel and Ibrahim did a great job breaking down the game. Can I actually piggyback on that real quick? There's there's a couple things that Yusuf brought up that I actually want to kind of, you know, emphasize a little bit more. I want to like look back, take a step back and actually look at what happened at the end of last year, right? Even even going back two years, uh, Bill Belichick basically ran Tom Brady out of New England. He wanted to come back. He wanted to play. He, he was willing to take a, another pay cut like he's been doing his entire career. But Bill Belichick decided it was time to move on. And when Tom Brady hit the open market, there wasn't a lot of conversation about we need to go get Tom Brady. Yep. Right. I, from what I remember, there was two teams that, you know, I thought actually, you know, kind of kicked the tires on them and, and, and tried to see if it would make sense. One was Tampa. One was San Francisco. But they decided that Jimmy G, <laughs> shout out to Palatine, Jimmy G was he's a from, better he's option. from Rolling Meadows, but yeah, neighboring Palatine. He's from Palatine from now on. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> But they just they decided that that Jimmy G was was the future in San Fran, and you know I remember the Bears were talking about it, and everyone was like, "No, he's washed up." You know, if Belichick doesn't want him, that means he doesn't have a lot left in the tank. And basically, Tampa decided they were going to go Tom Brady, and they were going all in. They brought him in. I remember those reports when he was trying to take his receivers to like the park to get some run, you know, practice, things like that. And he couldn't do that because of COVID. He had no preseason. He had no training camp. And he came in and he figured this on the fly. And it's super impressive. Um, and it's amazing leadership. And, 
you know, everyone listening to this is going to think I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. I mean, I just respect the man. I respect the greatness. And I, to me, I don't see anyone ever coming close to what he's done. Yusuf, what do you think about this? Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I kind of want to, you know, that's what I'm saying is I, I, at this point, I just want to appreciate the greatness. It's not like I'm a Tom Brady fan or anything like that, but I just appreciate what the guy's done. But there's one unsung hero that nobody has really talked about. And I really want to give a shout out to this guy. He is a back-to-back now Super Bowl champion. Back-to-back. That's Sean right. McCoy, right? Come on, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll edit this out. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, dude. You won't. You won't. I know. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. LaShawn McCoy, back-to-back Super Bowl champ without even playing in either Super Bowl. So, Yo, that's like Patrick McCall. (laughs) But but I love love Sean McCoy. I mean, LaShawn McCoy. (laughs) Sean McCoy. (laughs) He can't even get his name right. (laughs) Hey, uh, but I I used to have him on my fantasy football team all the time. I want to mention something really, really quick. I know we're running out of time, but I know we talked about Brady a lot. We talked about <laughs> Buccaneers, um, but I wanted to talk about Mahomes really quick and um, his team, uh, especially the offensive line. As you guys saw, you know, like a g- amazing quarterback can really look terrible with a terrible offensive line. This is just a reminder for all the GMs out there and any team that wants to succeed. You got to have a good offensive line for your QB to six, you know, to be really good and do well. And, you know, Mahomes was, kill, you know, doing all he could running around and making incredible throws. But if your offensive line is terrible, you are not going to succeed. So the Bears fans or Bears GM, please make sure you listen to this and take the next step, which is bringing on the line. Look, Go ahead, Obey. I understand this this Tom Brady fanhood. I get it. He's the greatest. Um, and he, he has been the greatest. And I've said it the day of the Falcons uh, Super Bowl when he came back from 28 to three. That was, that was it. That was a stamp that was done. That's when he was officially the greatest uh, because that was the greatest comeback. And he literally won that game on, he put his team on his back. But one thing guys you have to understand is, you know how in every game or every season, there's something that happens that goes against you. I don't remember anything going against Tom Brady's way or anything like a, like a freak play. All those plays go for him. I don't know what it is. Luck probably plays a small part in this, but it doesn't diminish anything, obviously. But I'm just saying that's one small thing I've noticed. Every I'll single just thing say that happens goes. David Tyree. Okay. That's literally I, no, what I was going to say. I understand that. No, no, no. I'm saying like offensively, like when he's playing like that Julian Edelman catch and whatnot, like I don't, I don't get it. There's no fumble. There's no sack fumble like Matt Ryan in that Super Bowl. If he never sat, he, if he never gets sacked and fumbled. So, so we don't have so, this conversation. again. So I would argue, I would argue that is also a credit to Tom Brady and his level of discipline that he has preached for his, that uh, he doesn't teammates. have unlucky plays. Well, it, it's also discipline, right? You have to. You it have helps to, when you deflate the football, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> also have to protect the football, and that's the balls were discipline. perfect. Penalties, <laughs> penalties are also penalties are also uh, uh, discipline. So, um, I think yeah, boy, Andy Reid really messed up last game, though. Those boneheaded defensive penalties. Um, Steve Spagnola, I'm really disappointed in you. You got to get out of there. Fix this defense, bro. Can I actually say something? I want to. I want to end on this. Guys, I looked it up after our last call. There is actually a Randy Reed. It's Andy's little brother. <laughs> what? No way. Is that yeah, out, I'll send you the link. It's crazy. He exists. Shout out to Big Daddy. I Big Daddy it. Danielle. For that. State Farm, get on this. State Farm, get on this. All right? Dude. But Man, also, it's... I think, I think um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he had a really bad game. But, you know, like Daniel said, the offensive line was atrocious. He was on the run the entire game. Um, Patrick Mahomes, if I were a betting man, I would say he is one guy who could at least maybe make a run. Maybe, maybe make a run for Tom Brady's achievements. I still say Mitch, but whatever, guys. It's it's your call. (laughs) Yuck. (laughs) Can I tell you guys what I'm doing? No. Yes, sir. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I, I made an account on Upwork 
and I'm doing random jo- like side jobs. I made fifteen dollars today. How do you how do you have time? Wait, wait, like, wait. Literally. What did you do? What did you do, Ibrahim? So so there's this website called Upwork uh-huh. where it's like people will post jobs and you put post proposals. Yeah. Um and so like literally all I did was I, I make an account and then I look for people that are are basically surveys, man. This is like Osman 2.0. <laughs> And it's like a person today wanted feedback on their Amazon account. Um, and they're like, yeah, if you take a quick look and you know, reply to my survey thing, Google Forms, whatever, I'll pay you 15 bucks for it. I'm like, cool. And so I went super easy. I'm like, change this, this, and this, and this. Like, it literally took me two minutes, made me 15 bucks. Wait, bro. So uh, is it like a free account that you can sign up on Upwork or you have to pay? Yeah, yeah. no, no, it's free. It's free. So basically it's just like a LinkedIn kind of thing. You, you create an account and you either get invited to do work or you can make a proposal. And so you're given um, a few like, uh, like, like you, you're given like credits where you can apply to a certain number of jobs for free per month. Um, I think you get like I have 40. I've never applied to a job. I always reply to people that invite me to apply. Um, but yeah, like it's it's passive income, but like I I only take the jobs that are super easy and super low time commitment. Like people invite me to do jobs that are like 30 hours a week for six months and like like they actually pay pretty well, but I'm like, I ain't got time for that. Oh, that's pretty legit. I, I, I found a website similar. It's called uh it's it's called Updog. What's up dog? No, no, no. Man, how about you? <laughs> hey, yeah, I got him. I got him, guys. You, you see that, listeners? Yusuf's a fool. <laughs> the Nets, man, the Nets lost again to the Pistons. They've been struggling. Bro, Obey just said that defense wins championships. The Nets don't play any defense. Oh, snap. trust me. Trust me. I followed the Nets for like a lot in undergrad. They don't play any defense. <laughs> so many people are gonna be confused after that shout Stay out thin. i love i like them when they were the new jersey nuts so shout out <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's funny um wait, well, let's so what, this up. wait what are we talking about now uh, just wrapping it up our, our paid sponsorship yo, yo, today yo, from upwork <laughs> Our, our uh, yeah, our paid sponsorship from Upwork and Updog and Planters and honestly, uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to drop Pringles. Pringles with how they they didn't really perform well, so they're not. Hey, he had like, a good play on special teams. He made a tackle. I remember. Uh, I do. You know, yeah, I just, I, I just don't think that you know they're worthy of our quality of work that we do, and I just think we're gonna have to drop them. But you know, if if you know later in the future, you know, we we wish them the best of luck, and if some some way. Somehow our paths can cross, but we wish Pringles the best in their future endeavors. Yeah, they can. Uh, they can resubmit their application, right? Obey, if I'm not mistaken. They can, but we st- we still have to go over Sammers at this point. It's just it's oh, been yeah. so long. They can resubmit. <laughs> Does anyone know where that is? <laughs> Does anyone know where Sammers' application is? I, I don't know. I have no idea. We have Sammers' Daniel application. We have Arian Foster's application. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! So shout out, people are gonna be Houston, so confused. Houston Texans, <laughs> shout out Houston Texans, 2010. He helped me uh, do really good in fantasy that year. Andre Johnson, dude, they had a good team. Yeah, yo, I, I honestly don't think uh, Watson's getting traded. They're gonna, they're gonna get stuck with him, and he's gonna sit out the the year. That's what you think it seems so? Like. I honestly, I, oh, I would not be surprised. I, I don't am. think that that's a bad move. Yeah, but I I don't I would not be surprised if that that that's what happens. I'm I don't think more, I don't. I'm nervous. Right. Sorry, I'm nervous about uh, this Carson Wentz Chicago Bears thing. Daniel, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I hope it doesn't happen, right? I mean, unless they kind of don't give up much, then you know I'm okay with. I don't want any. Yeah. I, I don't want him, bro. Like at all. I heard watch, he, watch, watch, like, what if we get him for like a what if we get him for like a fourth round pick? Would you still they're have not, an they're, issue with they're, they're I know, I know. Founder. I know. Then you don't do that. You know. You I mean, I, do I, I, it's like you, you know, he's worth more than a fourth round probably. But the reason yeah. I don't want him because I feel like it just backtracks us more and just delays the. I don't inevitable. think, but I think you got to just 
at this point, you just got to gather QBs. Like, you just got to bring, like, as many. You know how they were talking about, like, you know when the kicker situation happened? They had, like, tryouts after tryouts. This, and so is, many different, that, this yeah, is different, dude. This is different. It is, and but I on, feel like you got to have a lot of people. I don't trust Ryan Pace at all. Bro, I don't either. I, no one does. Do you know, do you know the, another quarterback that was on his radar, apparently, like, before he got drafted? Marcus Mariota. Like, yeah. this guy <laughs> is bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Remember Mike Glennon? Yeah, yeah that was terrible. Paid four, we paid him all that money. Forty-five million for three yeah. years, and then he and went then we to Mitchell Trubisky. And then we also, also, I do want to point out: this is what's crazy. Okay, I was in Cleveland when that draft happened, and Mitchell Trubisky is from Menor, Ohio. That's where I was, and everyone was high on Mitchell Trubisky, and they were like, "I want this quarterback. I want this quarterback." What's crazy to me is they went with Miles Garrett, which is you know understandable. He's a crazy. He's an awesome defensive player, but. If the Browns had taken Mitchell Trubisky, the Bears would have been forced to take Deshaun Watson or you know Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Insane, insane how the but you're you're assuming that we would make that decision. That's also true. What if we drafted like another guy that's like <laughs> should have been a fifth round draft pick? I know, I know, <laughs> man. When was uh, was Dak Prescott in that draft, or was he the year before? No, he was before. Was like two years before, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was okay. before. He, I would have been cool oh, with that. Hey, but Prescott, did you guys hear about Prescott though? That uh, they don't have him in the hype video, so they're saying that he's probably not yeah. coming back. That's crazy. Wait, wait, I, I, I that. They don't have him in the there, what? There's a Dallas Cowboys hype video that was uploaded on their main webpage, <laughs> and so there is no footage at all appearance. of Dak Prescott on it, who is basically their it's main. It's a blow player. to it's a blow to him. So I don't know. If but he the thing Here's the thing. He has all the leverage in the world. That's the thing. He Prescott. Does. But also at the same time, I know everybody's anti Jerry Jones and I get it. He's kind of a greedy old man at this point. We understand that. But he's given him uh, a contract that's just a hair lower than Patrick Mahomes. And this dude is still saying no. Wait, wait, wait. So Can I ask a question? Dude, the, the team is hor- like, I don't know. It's just dysfunctional. But I mean, here's I, the I, thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> what about a What about a Texas swap? What if uh, Houston sends Deshaun Watson to Dallas for no, Dak that's, Prescott? Yeah, that's not going to happen because Cal McNair wants a white quarterback. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you're missing a very key element there. But I, I will say this. I, I think the, the Cowboys are thinking, you know what, what, uh, what the Lions got for Stafford? Multiple first-rounders, a young quarterback, I think also like a second. or I forget exactly what the trade was. But he's, not, he's a free agent, though. He's yeah, a free agent. But, Sign and trade, something like that. But it's up to him too. He's got a. a I mean, let that. me finish my thought, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to stop you from making a mistake. <laughs> let me <Yes>. talk. <laughs> no, but real talk. I'm just gonna say this real quick. Dak Prescott is five years younger than Stafford. I wouldn't be surprised if they're thinking we could get something for him, even if it's a sign and trade. Yeah, no, that's true. He's gotta I, approve I, I to it, though. That's the only thing. I do think at the end of the day, he's going to re-sign with yeah. the Cowboys. Maybe if it's just a franchise tag or something, and then it's gonna be like a prove it, and he's gonna do phenomenal during the year, which he usually would. I mean, with his offensive weapons, who wouldn't do great, honestly? But that's not diminishing his talent it's and how like how that. much he how much he means to that team. He's, you know, people tend to for, people forgot about him when he's injured. I, I legitimately think he's a top seven, eight quarterback in this league. He's yeah. very talented. Yeah. He's stout. He's a good leader. And that team without him fell apart. He's a good guy, too. Yeah, he seems like a pretty down-to-earth guy, too. No doubt. He has a lot of charitable organizations around the Dallas community and stuff. So I think he means a lot to that community, and I think it means a lot to him, too. So you know, that's going to be a big part of his decision. But uh, I don't think Deshaun's going anywhere, unfortunately. I don't think Dak's going anywhere. Um, I Nobody foresaw the Matt Stafford you know jared goff trade um and i think if you guys heard there was like three teams that inquired about russell wilson in a in a blockbuster yeah, trade. yeah and then yeah. and they're like no he's not available and i was, I'm really I was su- about to say <laughs> and i was and i was most surprised by how no one has said anything about matt ryan i, th- I thought he was on the trade market yeah nobody i thought he was a shoe in, to be a the, uh, to be a yeah. target for the 49ers because i think if if Ra- matt ryan goes to the 49ers they're an instant super bowl contender straight up I think the so thing with doing? Matt Ryan is a lot of people are afraid about mm. his, his mental state in terms of his confidence because ever since he lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots, there has been numerous number of times where he's lost big leads. And so, yeah. you know, once you lose your confidence, it's really hard to get it back, especially playing at the highest level. 
I mean, one of the things that we don't talk about is that he probably lost his confidence because he has two first names, and that's just never great, you know? <laughs> that's true. It's a valid point. <laughs> Wait, you know? Daniel, what were we going to ask? I was going to ask you, what do you think about Matt Ryan for the Bears? Do you think that would no. be? No. No? <clears throat> they need a I'm, I'm okay with it. They need yeah, a quarterback that's anyone, mobile. Please, they, somebody they, come they, save this franchise. There, there's no difference. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> anyone, anyone out there. <laughs> if you can hear me. <laughs> there's no difference. With how this offensive line is between Nick Foles and Matt Ryan, they need a mobile quarterback. He can Prescott, run a little so bit more than Foles, though. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah no. I see what you're saying. I know, I know. No, no, I, I agree. But, I mean, but I we're just say, like you know, desperate conf- for anyone yeah, at this point. But with Matt, as far as the confidence thing goes, I, I can see it. But you know, Matt Ryan is like a great football player. He's a great quarterback who's thrown for over four thousand yards multiple times in his career. I feel like maybe a, chino- a change of scenery for him. Uh, we'll bring that confidence back and he'll be successful where he goes. Um, I'm but, also excited to see who's going to be the Saints quarterback. Yeah, dude. Hill, Hill, Hill. F- famous no, Jameis. They're not going to. Fa- famous Jameis. Yeah. And I'm on, re- on, no. I'm on record. I'm on record. And I still believe this to this day. If Jameis Winston had started that game, they would have beaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can guarantee you that. That would have been a legit revenge game. Yes. No, he would have thrown 10 interceptions, but he would have won that game for them. <laughs> How? So I'm telling you, Deshaun Watson's going to the Saints. No. That's not happening. Are you, they're 100 million over the cap. This guy, I swear I can't. He doesn't. <laughs> oh, I, I said that to trigger a face. Oh, my God. He thinks this is Madden, for God. <laughs> yeah, you just. Override, override. Override on those trades. Override. Yeah. $100 million above the luxury tax. No. Are you sure you want to continue? Yeah. 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 TK, TK, just guy. do it. <laughs> No, one also. Um, there's a big speculation that um, Chris Godwin is going to be a target. You know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver for the New England Patriots. They're willing to shell out big bucks. Dude, they need a quarterback for. I think Tom Brady is going to be like, "Yo, if you want to win a championship again, you really want to go to New England." Bro, and there's so many things wrong with that. First off, New England doesn't pay anybody. Second, why would you go from Tampa? to New England when you got yeah. Tom Brady and you just want to chip. Plus, money, Mike money. Evans has already announced that he's willing to take – he's willing to restructure his deal to keep people. So and if you got that kind of buy-in. Yeah. And I think also, you'll see in the offseason more uh, stars join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if they can, if they can make room for it. I, th- I think next year is the, um, the year uh, – I know we all talk about Tom Brady and stuff, but truly I think they're all going to be rooting – and playing their best for JPP to get a full hand or three Super Bowl <laughs> rings because um, he has two rings right now, uh, one against Brady, one with Brady. So I think he, they want to make sure he's all, you know. Dude, everything. that is so wrong on so many levels. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. I can think we, that's can we acknowledge that, though? JPP blew half his hand off a couple years ago because he had too much fun on 4th of July. Dude, but he still could – he could still dominate – Without a full hand, look, and he and he won a Super Bowl, bro. Uh, you gotta saying, respect man. that. The Buccaneers are a team of a bunch of players that got second chances in their careers. Antonio Brown, nobody yeah. wanted him. JPP, nobody really wanted him. Leonard Fournette was like, remember he got dropped from Jacksonville? Yeah, nobody was picking him up, and then Tampa Bay did. Um, so you just gotta be happy for those guys, you know. And Dominican Sue is still a bully, though. Isn't it? Isn't it also crazy though how all these guys were like issues when they were with different teams? On like Antonio Brown's been like, yeah, quiet. dude. Who would have thought? Like Antonio Brown? Yeah, like, I thought he was like, gone. Quiet. Yeah. yeah, he scored a touchdown, and you know, like he doesn't give any issues. So I mean, I give that credit to like Tom Brady, right? Yes. I mean, yes, hundred percent. That's what I'm 100%. saying. Discipline and leadership. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I, I think he just and it, it's interesting. I mean, that kind of that shows me two things: the leadership and the mentality. And yeah. no nonsense behavior of Brady, and then it kind of shows me how that works with uh, Ben Roethlisberger when you have Le'Veon Bell in the Super Bowl with the Chiefs, and you have Antonio Brown in the Super Bowl with the Bucks, and shows you maybe he's not as good as we think he is. Uh, Roethlisberger, he's about or, to retire too. I mean, I, I'll coming. say this about about the people you just mentioned. If you actually think about it, Tom Brady recruited. He he made the deal for he got Gronk to come out of retirement. He got Antonio Brown to come. And not only did Antonio Brown come to Tampa Bay, he stayed with Tom Brady 
uh, I think for a month or two in Tom Brady's house um, because he, he Tom Brady didn't want him spending all his money to get a place. He's like, stay with me until you got a couple checks that come in and then get your own place. And then even with Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady's the one that called him, right? You know, like we talk about the GM taking these chances, but you know, Tom Brady convinced them to come and then they took a lot less money to be there. Yeah, no, absolutely. So that's why I say the road to the Super Bowl is Tom Brady, but the Super Bowl itself, uh, Todd Bowles and the defense get, you know, full credit for that. By the way, guys, you know, I got the second dose of the Moderna vaccine today and like a champ, I'm still here. I don't miss the, I'm, I don't miss these things. All right. I don't let anything get in the way. I don't, I don't let COVID get in the way. I don't let guests in the way. I am there. <laughs> yeah. I, Friends want me to be there. I am there thick and thin for the bench mop scrubs podcast. That's who I am. And that's what I do. All right. No excuses. Hand down, man down, mama. There goes that man. Our next episode, guys, is going to be a, a different one. It's not necessarily sports related. It's going to be more of kind of a culmination of everything that's happened in the year of 2020. Yes, we might be a month late. But the effects and the after effects and what's to come is going to have a big impact on all of our futures. And so we wanted to discuss kind of our thoughts and about how this year has affected us personally, but also how the how this year, this pandemic and all this hoopla. Sounds like a lot of hoopla. Sounds like a lot of has affected uh, the, the rest of the world. And so we hope to hear from you guys and. I mean, no, you're going to hear from us, not, but yeah, we can hope to hear from you guys too. We have different media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, what else guys? Facebook, 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 YouTube. Use us as a Tumblr. Yes. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a, it's a bike stunt 69, right? Is, is that is that what it is? Bike stunt or something? I've never yeah, seen Yusuf ride. I've never seen him ride a bike in my entire life. I've known this guy for listen, over eleven listen, years. Listen. It's it's bike stunt three sixty at hotmail.com. And <laughs> what a, oh, what a loser! <laughs> hey man, what a loser! <laughs> I remember when we had to uh, apply for a health science committee or whatever, you know. <laughs> and I was gonna send my email like that, and my cousin was like, "Bro, that's embarrassing. Please yeah. make a professional email." Yeah, but uh, Wait, what's your to... what's your email now? Yo yo three six nine. Like, come on. Yeah. Now it's cold blizzard fifty four. <laughs> a lot more professional. That that's the doctor I would trust. There you go. But we're excited to drop that uh, new podcast. It's gonna be coming in the next two weeks. Um, we have a lot to talk about, and we hope to catch you guys there because uh, it's gonna be a different one, and you're gonna hear a different side of who we are and the scrubs. It's gonna be I'm the scrubs. Sad, man. Why are you sad, Danielle? This it's season's over. No more football, over? bro. There's yeah, no more right. football, the, man. The best, it's a sad, depressing day. The best seat. The best sport uh, doesn't. Uh, we're not gonna have it until what? October, September. September. But yeah. uh, if you guys want, we can do a podcast about the Australian Open next week. Ooh. Tennis. Oh, you're busy, busy that day. Yeah, yeah. I'm busy. busy that day. Like, you're, no, no, like every day you're busy or. What day? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We could talk about, uh, you know, Nadal, Djokovic, Federer. Jokic plays uh, in the NBA. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. good. Thank you. What? No, no, that was to him, right? Not to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, let me ask you this, because you are a movie yeah. buff. What do you think of this uh, Zack Snyder uh, Justice League cut? I am absolutely pumped by the way. I know it's coming out sometime. I think March 21st is when it's March coming 18th, out. March 18th. Yeah. March 18th. I am super pumped. I think it's going to be fantastic. I love Zack Snyder. I love his movies. Even though y'all, everybody makes fun I'm busy of that day. Batman versus Superman. I thought it was a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, the Martha line. Ha ha. Bro, I was Martha, just about to say, Martha. Martha, who told you that name? That was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I understand, but I think there was a lot more into that movie. Uh, it's different. But That's all I out, remember. But aside from DC, shout out WandaVision. Dude. Great show. Love yes. that show. Did you yes. catch up? I did. Wait, no, did I, must, up? I'm, I'm, I mustered. Oh, Yusuf, when's my. the new episode? When does it come God. out? Huh? <laughs> Yusuf, when does the new episode come out? Every Friday. Every Friday. 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 Okay. So I'm caught yeah. up to the five episodes. You, are, it's you watched good. the fifth one? Yeah, I watched. It Did was you legit. catch the end? Like, do you whoa, know? Whoa, what? whoa, 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 who
Yeah, we're gonna mute. Oh, wait, did you catch wait, up? Did you watch episode I, five? I did. I did. I watched it. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm on. I'm watching the uh, Out, Outlander right now, so that's pretty good. <laughs> nice. so I'm the rewatching King. The Office for the ten millionth time. How? Yeah, How are you Michael watching Scott. it? Peacock. We can't say those words, man, on the podcast. <laughs> Obey, let me know. When NBC you streaming service. <laughs> I watched that Yakuza, Yokozuna uh, documentary. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll get it before WrestleMania. Relax, all right? Relax. I need to see what happens. We know you, you Yokozuna. We know him. We know what happens. All right. We know what happens. Yo, yo, real talk though. Does anyone need my my Peacock login? I do have the paid subscription. Just message me later. Just so yeah. our entire podcast doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have to log in. <laughs> Instagram poll for Ibrahim's. Uh, yeah. Who wants it? Yes or no? <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, remember you were thinking about giveaways for people who are listening? Yeah. This is yeah. the, this, this this is is the, the login. Who wants, who wants a Peacock login? Yeah. You know. yeah but, but just to clarify for anyone that may win this. It is not the super meme, uh, premiere one. Like you, you still get ads, but you get all the content. That's nice. fine. I'm 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 good with that, man. I'm good with ads. It's it's all good, baby. How long are the ads? I'm used like to you. seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah. Oh, okay, Can, okay. Is there a skip button? Like five no, seconds no, no. later? They make oh, you watch. It. <laughs> Guys, shout out YouTube for that amazing. Bless oh, yeah. that man who made that. Bless him. That's the MVP may, of whatever year it came out. May his may his wings flow to the fly eagle, high and may fly, his progeny never have to live through a, an ad and for may he fly with he has may he fly given. with the eagle's nest with all that high. with all that being said if there's any advertisement that wants to run during our podcast hit us up <laughs> we won't <laughs> skip your ad <laughs> listen we are we will accept any advertisement and we will advertise the living hell out of it okay yeah. so don't underestimate us whatever sponsorship you guys want to throw our way we're willing to do uh, every 10 seconds i'd be like oh this part of the segment <laughs> is by boom i don't even mind i don't care i don't even care about the content at this point but we'll do all the sponsorships whatever you want each of us can do one throughout you know whatever anything guys we're more, so it's like, taken us 12 episodes to sell out good to know I'm not being desperate. I'm just trying to say this is how people make it, and this is what I'm just trying to do, well, guys. Hey, man. I mean, we threw we're out trying Pringles to pay back our student loans. <laughs> we, yeah. we threw out Pringles' name a couple times, and look what happened. They had a Super Bowl commercial after I don't know how many years. So exactly, we do fluctuate the market. I, I'll say we're not exactly like Elon Musk, but we're a close second. We're like Elon Musk. Yeah, we're like Randy Reed. <laughs> all right daniel do you have any closing statements before we depart and daniel zoned out through that entire i think yeah <laughs> yeah he's like why am i here talking to these guys <laughs> yeah for he's like i'm i'm a father what am i doing here yeah. <laughs> no man it's just gonna be sad that we're not gonna be able to talk about the uh you know playoff run in the past oh, that we've been oh, able to do for the oh. past couple of weeks so you don't you don't gotta be a that. debbie downer we can talk about basketball i'm not yeah. talking about baseball i'm sorry like i'm not doing we gotta do a baseball, baseball podcast i feel like we gotta do like some movie podcasts or like 2020 let's do, a, podcasts. Let's do the floyd mayweather logan paul fight podcast Ooh. i'm busy that day oh. <laughs> oh basically we should have a wrestlemania podcast I do. I'm I, so I'm down sick for that. that day. I think. Hey, uh, I think. Uh, Maybe you should close up before we get kicked out again. No, no we we're fine. Ibrahim, you're Muslim. You're not gonna get sick. The um. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm on fire. I'm on. I fire wasn't today. ready. <laughs> I'm on fire. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Yusuf, we, me, and you should have like an actual wrestling match. Yeah, me and Ibrahim will commentate on that. Like a like a like a actual like we'll have like a hype video. Like oh, a and then we have yeah, like a promo, we'll do, like a promo. Yeah, yeah, we'll do some promos. I could be the heel, you'll be the face, whatever. Oh, and dude, then that'd be legit. You could end up winning, which is whatever. I don't care because nobody thinks that's believable. So we can have that happen. You man. <laughs> <laughs> you should, let's so be real. Cool. He's probably just gonna sit on you. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Come on, dude. Yeah, that'd be cool no, dude. Yo, yo. Remember when you guys came to visit uh, Cleveland? Yo, that and was fun. And Obeid was the referee, counting. And like <laughs> when Ibrahim pinned me, Obeid was like one, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> I pinned uh, Ibrahim. Obeid was like one. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh God! No, I saw <laughs> that video. Danielle on the drive. <laughs> on the drive. Yo, can we post I woke that up on our social? Oh yeah, yeah. That was crazy, dude. That was this guy Obeid. We're like driving, and it's like one o'clock, and Obeid's like, "I'm me and Ibrahim are tired," and we're like, "Obeid, we should go." And he's like, "No, no, bro, I got this." And then like me and Ibrahim knock out in the car, and we're like about an hour and a half away, and then like I'm randomly like being shaken by Obeid. <laughs> he's like, "Bro, get up!" And like we're on the highway. He's like, "Bro, get up! I can't drive." I'm like. So you're waking a person that's sleeping to drive <laughs> and then we literally pull over to the side on the highway and he's like bro i can't do this you gotta jump in and it brings like out because you're no, out and, and i'm like oh god i gotta be like the mature one and get us home safely and i like turn on the radio like blast it on and i'm like okay let's get this done if, if sorry, we were giving out awards we were given an award for the worst person to take on a road trip. I have to nominate myself. I spent the vast majority of that falling asleep. No, Ibrahim always knocks out. Remember when you helped me move? To, Yo, uh, I was there. Always helped you move. Yeah, you, were, you slept the entire time, and you clogged my toilet the first night we were there. I got you a plunger. You're welcome. One of, Yo, he went Yo. To- Shout out to that plunger. <laughs> Sponsored by. I remember that. <laughs> I remember we could, like for two days. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom in the hospital. I can't like. I was like, it's like, it's like if you need to go to the bathroom, go before you come to the apartment. Yeah, I was like, I was like, bro, just go at the gas station. It's all good. <laughs> oh, oh god, good times, man. Remember the maintenance guy came with the snake. <laughs> 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 oh god that was fun man that oh, was good man. times. good bro. times for sure dude all right y'all i think we got enough information thank you for listening to our podcast guys and uh we'll catch you guys soon in a couple weeks discussing that podcast about covid and and 2020 and its impact on us and the rest of the world but we always appreciate our listeners and and thank you for always tuning us in we do this for us but we do this for you guys as well because you know i think we're um we're actually really fun, and I think you guys enjoy us, right? Cricket. Uh, Cricket. Yes. I think we should just end it. there. We love it. We love yeah. you, Mitch Prop Scrubs. <laughs> Try that again, buddy. Try that again. We love you, Mitch Prop Scrubs. There you go. Good. Danielle's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>